DJ Playboy. <laughs> What's good, Josh? Your man, DJ Playboy, back with another episode of the Perfect Talk Podcast, man. And you know I don't like doing any episode without my dog, Keith. But whenever he can't make it, I'll be having special guests in the building. And this one is a returning one, a great one. The man from Arizona himself. Wabwan, bro. Damn, yeah, bro. yo. Respect. That's good, bro. Thank you for having me back again. Of course, man. Of course, you know how we do things, man. Always rocking out. Always been a great guest whenever you stopping through. Um, yeah, let me make sure. I'm trying to fix my microphone right now. Okay. <laughs> trying to fix my microphone. I was, it was crazy. I was telling you right before we started recording, my audio went crazy on me last week because uh, me and Keith had recorded. And then I'm always working on two or three different projects at once, bro. And then, uh, so I woke up, I think we recorded with him on Friday, and then I woke up Saturday morning, and I was doing video. I think I was trying to drop this video that me and Spec um, had recorded, and my computer was acting crazy, and I just went on a frenzy, just everything got to get deleted. <laughs> everything got to go, and you know what I mean? It was it was going out of business, and I didn't even realize, I didn't transfer the audio that I recorded the night before. I just had this shit sitting with everything else, so yeah, when that happened, it was a wrap. Damn, bro. Yeah, I know that sucks. I, I, I dealt with it, so. <laughs> you know how I go, man. But uh, how you been, man? How things are you at? Um, things are good, bro. Um, still working hard. Still making music. Um, I had a dope weekend, actually. There was a couple of events I went to. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with, like, the Odd Squad family. Uh, it's like a, a, group, a group of artists. No, nah, put me on. Put me, like, where are they out of Arizona? Where are they out of? Um, uh, they're out of Arizona. It's um, three guys, okay. I, I believe, three or four guys, and um, they, you know, they have some sort of disability. One of them, his name is Nubs. He has a disability. He, he had, I guess, he, uh, his arm is not complete, or I'm not exactly sure. I don't want to misspeak. I don't know what his his situation is. Yeah. But he doesn't have um, full arms and legs. Okay. And, you know, he's a rapper. And then there's another guy. He, he um, what's the pigmented, pigment, uh, albino. He's albino. Okay. And, um, and then there's this uh, black dude. Uh, again, I don't know what all their situations are, but they're, they're, they're like a rap group and they're killing it. They're dope. Um, so I went out there because one of my homies, one of my clients that did my video production work was opening up for the big shit. Okay. And they shut it down, man. It was a great show, dude. Like it was it was at the Now Theater out here in Arizona. And um, I had a good time. I, I hit that up. That was Friday. Saturday, I uh this was yesterday. I um went to a grand opening of a multimedia studio. Okay. Super dope. I had an opportunity to network with a lot of artists there. Um, Futuristic. It's another, I don't know if you're familiar with him. He's mm. a popular artist. Okay. Um, and it was just a dope vibe. They had different rooms and different, different scenes set up. So if, you know, if you're a videographer, if you want to shoot a music video, they have all the sets for you. Okay. Um, left there, went over to this full moon festival uh that to like two to something a.m and it's just like a, a music festival out here in arizona it's very popular every full moon they have an event mm. and uh 
my fiance was vending at that show. So I, you know, I was helping her out with that. And bro, it was crazy. It's like half naked people just having a great time, bro. Arizona, baby. You know, I see, I see the, Arizona. I see the ads. <laughs> I see the ads, man. Nah, I see why you, I see why you was tired though. You know what I'm saying? Why you said you needed, you know, what I'm saying a couple hours. You gotta have a busy day. You was hustling hard. You know what I mean? So I definitely yeah. respect it, man. Respect the grind. I appreciate you being here. Uh, shout out to everybody watching us on YouTube right now. Make sure you hit that like button, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend, and go check us out. Cause um, actually, I'm tripping to put a button on the story I started with. I lost that audio, but I was able to save the podcast because I have video audio to back yeah, it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I knew there was an ending to the story. I forgot just going. <laughs> <laughs> Blame it on the chronic, but uh, <laughs> what's good with you though, man? Other than other than that, how's the music going? How's everything? You recording? You, you recording anything new? What's good? Um, yeah, I have some new music. Um, just still, you know, sharing more of me. Like this is more of the side that you would know me from SUNY Albany. You know, I do like to party. You know, oh, okay, party you party a little time. bit more. You saying? Uh, no, I don't really party much, but it. I put that energy into the music. Oh, know, okay, 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 okay. For my listeners or whatever. And uh, it's it's super dope, bro. Uh, I've just been working on some dope music, but I have been put a plan together to put it out because I want to allow the music that I have now out to get it shine. You know, you know what's crazy is I hear that a lot from artists like um, Ayo Niche, uh, founding member of the Perfect Talk podcast. She tells us that a lot. Like, And I remember there was a point when I was, I don't even know if I would say I was getting on a case, but I think she was, she might have been asking me for a critique. And I was just like, sometimes, you know, this is back in the day. It's not even anymore. Now she just, she puts out a lot of music. But I was like, back then, she felt like she was sitting on a lot of it. And she had to break it down to me and put me on a game that is it's about timing. It's all about timing. You know what I mean? Like, you could just sit and drop. I got 20 hot songs and just drop, drop, drop. But if you don't let them live and grow and, and, and nourish them and, and become what they're going to be, you know what I'm saying? They 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 just fade off, and actually, people value them less. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. you got to make them want more. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So because now, and it's 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 like a it's like I look at this podcast or any, or, or even the radio show I do. It's like an organic thing. Like it's really growing. You know what I'm saying? Like a kid. Like it started out one way. It's gonna be a different way in a couple stages. Gonna be another way a couple stages after that. And and that's how. I guess the progression of music would be right, like you, you kind of first learn what your sound. I guess how to record, right? How how to make a structure of a song, and then you build your sound, and then you build your marketing around it. Like for lack of a better term, but how you want to release your music, you know what I'm saying? How you want to find your audience? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, do you? I guess how do you connect with people? Like, it, um, are you big on building your social media brand to connect with people? Do you see a higher value in the live shows? maybe over or is it just everything's equal that's just the game nowadays the live shows okay the live shows because when people get a chance to meet me i think they appreciate me which makes them go listen to the music you know what i'm saying like they they like who i am okay because you know because i always hear all the time like yo i love your energy your energy is great etc 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 so it's like as long as i stay true to myself when I'm out there performing and mingling with people, it's 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 unmatched. Now, 100%. Social media, I mean, social media is great. I mean, that's like the way to pop your music now, it seems like. But it doesn't give you the same connection like you get from a show. 
like mm. someone re reaching out to you while you're on stage or someone pulling you aside when you're done with your set and just to, just to talk about how they appreciate um, your music and your, your performance and things like that. It's, it's the best, bro. No, I've heard that. I heard that a lot. Not just from um, musicians, but like comedians, um, people that do live podcasts. They just say it's a whole nother feeling. Even if you get in the same message, like your DMs could be flooded with people saying what they like and how much they like it. But somebody look you in the eye, you know what I'm saying? Maybe tears in their eyes if you've got an emotional reaction out of them. Something like that, I think is a whole, a whole different feel. And I guess with social media and, and maybe YouTube, if you want to throw it in there as a social media platform, mm -hmm. but like, I guess the people who can't make it to, to actually reach out and touch you, right? Who can't reach buy tickets to a show until you come to their town is like that. That's how they could connect with you. That's how right. someone overseas, like, do you? I don't know. Do you network with with people, or do you have do you get feedback from people overseas? Or right. I'm assuming, even if not overseas, out of the Arizona area, that you like, man, I ain't never even been there. I don't even know people rocking my stuff over there. You know what I'm saying? Out in uh, Barbados, um, I have some people that rock to my music out there. Um, there's a producer I send music to and I get feedback from her. So okay. uh, right now, that's the only person out of the country because I'm, I'm kind of like low-key with myself also. No, 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 definitely. That's, take your time and, and build your brand, man. And um, I, I, I do, I think about that sometimes too because even when I'm focusing on just marketing the podcast, I'll be like, yo, this, I, this is a big, it's a big world. We kind of think you know what I'm saying? Like, like where the you know, so it's America. So you'd be like, oh, all right, well, focus on this. What else? But there's there's airs everywhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> people, got, people got money, man. If you was talking right before the podcast, too, um, I was saying I, I was today years old when I realized the uh song from the night at the Roxbury, the what is love? Maybe yeah. don't hurt me. I was I just realized that I was a black dude. <laughs> and then and then you you respond, I'm gonna let you respond. You put me on to something when you said uh 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 um that Madonna. song, Girls Just Want to Have Fun. Yeah. I thought it was sung by Madonna. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't judge me. It's Cindy Lauper. Cindy Lauper, yep. Cindy Lauper, yep. I found that out yesterday, bro. Damn. Yeah. I'm sure Madonna get credit for a lot of shit she ain't do. I think what it was for me, though, um, don't judge me on this, but. Like I watched the Madonna movie when that came out and that song was on there. So I feel like that song was on there. I could be wrong. The, Madonna, the, the one that came it. out back in the day, the Madonna, like the documentary yeah. or whatever. No, no, the Madonna movie where she was playing herself, I guess, like back in like the 80s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. I, I, I never seen it though. So I didn't know what it, if it was a documentary or what exactly it was. But I, I know yeah, joke, I remember her movie. having a movie up way back in the day, which is like the height of her career, though, when she was like, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. Um, yeah. Madonna was on top too, like it is to this. Day, she's on the Beyonce remix to the uh, the Break My Soul. They flip it into the um, strike a pose. The, 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 the vote, the I think album, the new, the new uh, Beyonce. Yeah, album. yeah, the Beyonce, the Beyonce, the new um, new album. She got the Break My Soul Queen remix. And I want to say they break it to the the uh, Madonna Vogue beat, and she just starts freestyling over that beat on the on the remix. She got Madonna on the remix too, though. Um, Beyonce could do no wrong right now. Everyone's hating on. Her. I seen a pastor hating on Beyonce, and I feel like nobody cares. You can't touch. <laughs> yeah, you can't Did you touch hear the, the 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 beef they was giving her about using the word spaz? Yeah, yeah, we talked about that uh, last time. What do you think about that? Because I want to know, like, 
I think we, we said that in our community, we didn't even know spaz was a slur against like handicapped people. Like um, I said, I first got educated to the word. When, remember Grand Hill drink Sprite and homie tried to yeah. dunk the ball and everybody's like, yo, he's spaz. That's how, and then and then it evolved to I'm about to spaz on you, like I might fuck you up right now. You know what I'm saying? So, but context that's the thing, context is everything. Like, uh, if, if you pay attention to how it, the word's being used, because it's an actual word with different definitions, so mm-hmm. you can't just because somebody turned it into something else, they, they turned an actual word into something else versus. I guess somebody tried to compare it to <laughs> using the N-word, saying mm-hmm. nigga. And yeah. I'm like, it's not the same no, thing. it's not the same thing. And no. It's funny, because I, I was talking about it with my girl, and, she, and I, I mentioned that to her, and she brought up a comedian who was like, if you gotta, like, if you can't say the word in the sentence and you trying to express the same, like, you can say spaz, mm-hmm. but when you're trying to compare it, just saying the N-word, if you can't say the word, then it's, it's not the same thing. Not the same. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a yeah. good point you drop. Um, <laughs> now, as an artist, though, because Beyonce did take the song off, and Lizzo did the same thing uh, previously. So as an artist, um, let's say you drop a, let's say you just use the same word, right? Now, are you going to die, not die, that's the wrong term to use, but are you going to fight on that soapbox for your, I guess, artistic right to use that? Or are you just going to be like, I'm going to change it just to why, why cause more trouble over one line? Like, how important could that one word be? It's a tough That's one, a really right? Good point. Mm-hmm. That's a tough one because, again, if someone's getting offended and what I'm clearly saying has nothing to do with what they, they're associating it with, mm-hmm. it, I'm not going to change it. Like, like, you need to pay attention to what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. It's not just, oh, it's the word. It's the word. Like, no, it's what is he saying? Now, if I'm like using it in the context where I'm like, like degrading someone's handicap, yeah, come at my life. Like, so you should. But it's like, I'm about to spaz on this beat. It's like, how would I necessarily, I, I wouldn't feel right taking it off, honestly, bro. It just wouldn't make sense. But how, I, I, and I think the only way really to get around that would be a conversation, right? But it's like in this day and age when everybody operates through the social media campaign of cancellation, right? Let's get 300 other people behind me to be like, let's cancel this person for using it unless they change it. It's like, how do you, how do you even approach that? Or how do you, I guess not even combat it, but how do you communicate with that? It's not like, well, let's have a sit down, right? And, and I, even Dave Chappelle at certain points, um, I guess he had the opportunity to talk with the trans community, but he didn't like the way that they like summons him <laughs> to like want to talk about things. But a lot of things could just be alleviated with a conversation. This is right. what I meant by that. And this is how you're taking it. But let's not combine the two things. They don't have to be. Let's not conflate the two things, because I don't think Beyonce keeping that lyric on is going to make somebody go to school and use that word as an insult towards somebody. Right. It's not like that's going to lead to bullying. Um, there are certain words like we use the we use the word um, retard, you know, back in the day, um, a little bit more than you would use it. Well, I guess you know, it's canceled now if you use it. Um, but we didn't always use it to describe handicapped people. We might just use it in a way to describe someone being silly. But I could see you being like, yo, don't use that because that's not a positive connotation. That's not 
that's a, you're using it as a negative word, you know what I'm saying? A negative connotation. So I, I, I can get that, even though that's not what I, I used it. Same thing with the F word. We weren't necessarily talking about gay people, but we'd be like, yo, you're acting like a bleep right now. Um, but I can see why someone's like, yo, well, that word is also used as a slur towards me, so let's just not use it at all together. But in the SPAS situation, I think it was just an educational thing. It's like the word um, for cigarette overseas is fag in, in, in the UK. And right. you're not, you, you know what I mean? And no one's like, oh, well, you got to cancel that. It's just like, well, that's just a different culture. <laughs> is that there's a lot of things that is not going to translate over, you know what I mean, with the culture. It's, and that's what I mean, context. You know what I'm saying? It all depends on what, what, what you're trying to say and what you're trying to express with mm-hmm. using that word. And to use that example um, with the word retard, but what that word initially started as was a negative. You, you know, it, 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 it was a word to label a, a person with certain mm-hmm. disabilities. Mm-hmm. So it, it already had that. And so then people just use that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, basically we just took that label and we're like, oh, well, we're just going to use it to describe someone that did something silly or we, that we didn't like or that we just think was unintelligent. Right, mm-hmm. right. So versus, you know, spaz where it meant something else and then it was turned into something negative. Mm-hmm. And if you listen to the way she used it, she used it about herself, which... And she say, what was the lyric? What was the lyric? Spazzing on that ass, spaz on that ass. And she had to change it to blasting on that ass, blast on that ass. But it was like, I'm spazzing on that ass, right? Like, like she was referring to herself, like I'm I'm going ham on this song, right? I kind of for like lack of a better term. So I think even the context there could have been given some um leeway. But I mean, I know how people do. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They they hear it and they like, yo, let's jump on this or something to get us attention. I just don't, yo, I really shout out to anybody that got time. <laughs> like I just to do shit like that. Like you got time in your day to just be like, yo, I need Beyonce to take this lyric off, or I gotta go fight because my school board doesn't want a certain book to be in the school. Like, shout out to you. Like you found your calling in life. <laughs> you found because I'm trying to juggle everything, parenting, podcasting, DJing, and I can't figure this shit out. But you got time to do literally take energy to fight against somebody about something. Like more power to you. <laughs> yeah, that's it, bro. <laughs> Yo, uh, so I know you had to see, man. Uh, and I, you know, I mean, I know you know, we, you know, how we get real TMZ up in here sometimes. Uh, Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian uh, called it quits uh, for whatever reason. They said it was in a long distance. They said it was Pete might have proposed and it was a little bit too fast for her, which is why I proposed to a chick that's not even fully divorced yet. Man, maybe that's how he moved. You that's know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then to which Kanye, um, I guess, you know, still feeling real petty wop from that time where Pete responded with a picture in bed with Kim Kardashian. Well, he said, I'm in bed with your wife and sent a picture of himself, actually. Um, you know, and, and maybe Kanye felt like he got one up on him, was like, well, I'm, now that you guys are broken up, I'm going to make a fake newspaper article that says Skeet Davidson dead at age 28. And um, what was a little nervous about that? He also put a little jab in there about Kid Cudi at the bottom. It was like a fake New York Times headline. Um and I guess what question I want to like, I guess pivot to is like, I don't, cause I don't know what Kanye's play is here. Like, you're just gonna go after every dude that she gets with from the, this point on, or whatever case may be. But have you ever looked back onto something the way you acted over a girl and been like, yo, that was corny <laughs> in every aspect of the word, bro? And it's like, cause I can't see Kanye looking back at this period of his life without regret. You know what I'm saying? Or how he moved, and you know, you're a parent. Your kids are seeing this. Whether it's now or it's gonna live forever, so it's like, 
but love will make you do some crazy things. And you don't really realize it till later. So I guess, have you ever seen that? Or can you even justify what Kanye's doing based on the fact that, you know, like they do have kids together? So maybe, I guess he has a <laughs> vested interest in just like a, 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 a jilted ex-boyfriend? <laughs> First of all, no, I cannot justify what Kanye is doing. It's hard too. That's like, that's wild, you know, like, but I can understand feeling a certain way towards your ex mm-hmm. because some shit is some dude. But like, you know, I've I've dealt with girls cheating on me before or whatever. And I regret like blowing up in public in front of this girl. Mm. I, I don't know. It's just like you you're putting your you're just vulnerable as shit. You just put your personal shit out there. You see, you just let the whole world see you in this state. And it's, it's it's not a comfortable feeling when you get to reflect back on that shit, bro. Like, it's you, you kind of want to escape because it's like, damn, like now nah, I don't want nobody to see me because they see me in this state. Like, I, I I just regretted that shit. Like, I blew up in in, in the middle of the street with you know with one of my exes because she did some shit. Actually, <laughs> uh, you remember. Uh, mm-hmm. She did some shit on the campus, and I blew up in the middle of the campus bar. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And uh, it was a uh, incredible. Was, uh, yeah, it was, it was terrible. No, I've been there. We all, we all have because you. It's love will make you do some crazy things. It's not just the Kanyes and the Kims. It's, it's normal. The Jones and the Schmoes. Like if people just out here on social media, it's it's, it's real easy to embarrass yourself, and then. It's, there's a feeling where it's like everyone's watching and laughing. Well, probably nobody really gives a fuck about you. <laughs> if you, you know, you look back on it, you're like, damn, I can't even think of no, I don't even talk to those people anymore, know anybody. But it's like, it, it, it feels like everyone's looking at you. It feels like you, everyone's waiting for, for you to make a move and see how you're going to react on it. When probably the best play is to move on and act like you don't give a fuck <laughs> a lot of the time. You know what I mean? And, um, always the best thing. Yeah. And it's just like, I, I can't, I can't really knock it, like I said, because I've been there before, but it's like, I guess you just learn with time. And someone that Kanye's, I haven't seen it with someone at Kanye's age, someone that old, and not to say he's the oldest person that the damn fool on the internet, but um, just to be acting like that, it's like, what's the end game here? Is she supposed to just be like running back to your arms now after you acting like a dick in her, during her, her next relationship? It's like, what's, what's the long play here? Are your kids supposed to respect the way that you handle that is like, are you are you being a good role model in that in that term? But you don't think about them type of things when you're going through that. When you really just feel played. And what, what I think people got to do, I think a little bit more though, is get the ego out of it. I've been doing that with a lot of things lately, taking the ego out of it. Like not even worrying about how it make me look, or, or be like, yo, how does it just make you feel? Do you feel hurt by this? Do you feel played by this? Do you feel disrespected by this? Um, and then, all right, is it disrespected because you think people? looking at it or like if this happened in a room and nobody knew anything would you still be feeling this you know what i mean certain things really just taking stock and inventory about it because it's like i think when you do that you start to realize i don't really think that was this person's intention whether this is how i took it or whether how it came across i can only judge their by what they meant for their movements to do you know what i mean whether they took me in perspective or not and i, I just think taking the ego out of a lot of things especially in relationship shit if 
if you're in a relationship that you want to last, or you, you know what I mean, and you and your significant other are seeing eye to eye, take the ego out. I don't want to win arguments. I'm not, I don't care about winning arguments. I want to get back to the peace. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I so when you think about it like that, it's like, all right, well, maybe it, I can look back and be like, yo, I was a dick 10 minutes ago. <laughs> or I was holding on to a point for, that I know nothing about just to win an argument, you know what I'm saying? And it's yeah. like, take the ego out. Of, and then I think people respect that when you could come back five, 10 minutes later and be like, yeah, I, I think I was bugging about 10 minutes ago. Or, you know what? To be honest with you, I was wrong about that. I just looked it up on Google. And, and I think people respect that a little bit more. But when you got to win everything, it's like trying to be the coolest person in the room. It just, it's going to, no one does it. No one, could, no one can hold it up forever. So you're going to fall short at some point. Yeah, true, true. And, and, you know, yeah, that's real talk. That's nah, a good point. It's, it's, um, I mean, I still can't. I'm sorry, but I still can't, like, I didn't know Kanye did that, but that's like wild, bro. Like, there's no justification there. There's no, I understand the feeling behind it. But in his instance, you might have wanted to think about how it looks also. <laughs> like, it's it's wild. Like, you're taking shots at somebody for what? Like, what is going to be the outcome of that? But more shots or not. So, and let's be real, too. I don't care how far Kanye's removed from the hood. You come from a place where you don't just play around or talking about somebody's dead or you do music videos like you know what i'm saying with somebody where you're killing somebody like and then you better back that up you know what i mean because if pete really wants to go school shooter on you you know what i mean did you bring that on yourself <laughs> you know what i'm saying like bro does you, you, you move like kanye you do better you know what i'm saying kim pete shout out to y'all hopefully y'all move on to bigger and better things and uh you know we can stop moving Stop being in y'all business, because you know what I mean. Pete gonna move on, find him another bad chick. Kim gonna move on and run through another relationship, or or, or find the love of her life and settle down. You know what I mean? Right. Um, I, I want some more relationship advice from you, though, man. I don't know if you've seen Drink Champs with your man Irv Gotti. Um, and this I think is another cautionary tale on how to deal with your ex in the same way that Kanye's was. But uh, on Drink Champs, your man Irv Gotti had a lot to say about. R&B singer Ashanti, um, you know, apparently a former girlfriend of, of his, which I knew. I think a lot of people knew that wasn't, you know, what I mean, like a uh, top secret uh, before this. But I guess Irv Gotti really going in depth on these uh, stories and 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 just what's the word I'm looking for? These little, these little, just the, yeah, stories. I guess for lack of a better term, about just how um, him and Ashanti moved together and how the relationship was and how he felt like. She was disloyal and she didn't move the right way. Um, comes across like a little heartbroken 20 years later. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like at least Kanye got kids with the chick. And currently, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I mean, it's not like it just it was 20 years ago. <laughs> Put it like that. So it's like um in the case of Irv Gotti, uh, I think it's corny, and I think I find it. I don't think you're going to disagree with me saying that's corny. Fat Joe even came out, called him out about it. But I guess, how do you feel about people's? I mean, also, I guess in Irv Gotti's defense, you just told a story right on a podcast from about 20 years ago. <laughs> so it's like, is it is Irv Gotti corny for that, or is he is he just in the podcast answering questions? That's honestly, that's what it was. They mm -hmm. asked him about it, and. You know, it's a podcast. You but you have to entertain, so you share stories like from your perspective. And honestly, I, I enjoy hearing that story about how he found out <laughs> that, oh, that she was with Nelly. Nelly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, 
Yeah, he didn't have to go in that much, but you know, it was cool for him to share stories because I didn't know it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I, so I don't think it was petty at all. I think from a marketing standpoint, he might have should have like left some cliffhangers and teasers so you go to watch that Murder Inc. documentary. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Instead of he probably did more for Drink Champs than he did for his own documentary. Um, yeah, that I agree. Yeah, you should have held up, held back on some of that information there. Yeah, you see Nelly's response um, when he brought Ashanti out on stage. I think nah. I, I think like it might have been the day after the the Drake Champs premiered. Um, he brought Ashanti out on stage. She performed a couple songs, and he was like, "I got some floor seats if you wanna <laughs> wanna go to another game." And she was walking off. <laughs> That's fucked up, dude. That's hey, this is this is music, bro. This is how it became so popular. Like, exactly. No, nah, it's the game. It is what it is. You know what I mean? Um. No, I can't, I can't, like I didn't even think about it. I, I did think it was kind of corny, but I especially and that's, that's and not to say drink chance doesn't deceive anybody. You know what you're walking into, but I'm pretty sure you put alcohol and weed in front of a lot of people. They're gonna that's, they're gonna talk. That's the chemistry behind the show. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like right. you know what I mean. I don't have to specifically ask you a question, but I kind of could lead you in that direction. And it's on you at that point. You know, you're responsible for what you say at that point. Um, all we had to do was say her name. After the drink, so it was a wrap. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and then and I think even if he kept it, I guess maybe if he would have just kept like not everyone would have knew who he was talking about. If you didn't, I guess get specific with songs and, and being his artist and stuff like that. But um, yeah, I guess it's all it's, it's kind of like the same way I said I blur out the name, I blank out the name. It's like and you didn't be like no, keep it in, keep it like <laughs> you know what I'm saying. It's just like you don't because like you're not here for that. You're not trying to do that. And it's just like it kind of seemed like. Well, what was we gonna sell your drinks chance without that story with? How are we gonna market it? You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that 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 carried a lot of the marketing for them. That's a good point. Mm. You never really know. But um, I got one more relationship story, I guess, for you that I, I want to get your opinion on. Um, so Britney Spears, she remarried, she recently got her freedoms, um, no longer on a conservatorship, and got married real quick um after that. Um, but apparently, you know, you know, she has two sons with Kevin Federline. I don't remember if you remember him from back in the day. Um, but apparently they don't, Kevin came out and said that the boys do not want to see Britney. They have no interest and alluded to the fact of, you know, she, Britney takes a lot of like naked pictures on Instagram, or at least she does take naked pictures. She also like a lot of half naked pictures also, um, to which the boys kind of look at it with a little bit of like embarrassment um and they're not um in the mood to talk to her um and then britney you know responded i don't, I don't got to get into the exact quotations of the, of, of the quote um but basically saying like you know what i mean like y'all judging me but i gave y'all life um and then kind of you know getting at kevin a little bit um for releasing that not even for the way they feel but like yo you don't got to tell the public you don't got to tell the whole world that my kids don't want to see me um so i guess Who's wrong in that situation? Like, as a mother of teenage boys, should you respect the game and realize, like, your kids are in school with other teenage boys that that are going to have locker room talk and, and make fun of this type of thing? So, you know what I mean? Maybe you should have a little bit more respect for how, for that. Not even going to say how you move, because you're how you move is you're going to be judged over how you move, but realize that the other people involved may be hurt by how you move. Or is Kevin Corny for that, for even putting that out in the public, putting family business out in the public, or, or both of them? 
Now you already know, bro. They both corny for that. <laughs> they, they both, both corny. That's like personal business. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's something your kids are going through that you brought into the public. Not even just the fact that you two are going through it, your kids are going through it. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, the kids that they go, go to school with are going to see that and it's like, oh, did you bring it up to your daddy? Uh, say now, they're just perpetuating the issue. Like, it's not going to help at all. And her, I, I like your your mother. If your kids are saying this is an issue for them, you got to take that into consideration. You're a parent, period. Not even just a mother, a parent. Like if I was out here and I had kids and I was just shirt off and some tidy whities on my IG and stuff, and their friends are saying some shit, like like my bad. I'm, you know what? That that don't even make any sense. Why am I doing this? Like for me and. You know, everybody's morals are different also. Like, you already know Britney's kind of wild. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think we're going to have a lot of ge- a generation of kids that's going to realize their moms is wilding out on Instagram. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I, I, my, my theory is that it's just going to be looked at different, if that makes sense. Like, we might not judge it with as much of stigmatism, but also I didn't have a mom twerking on Instagram. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So... I don't, I can't tell someone how to how to react to that. I can't tell someone to just let that go. You know what right. I'm saying? Um, right. And it'll, it'll be cool to change the stigmatism towards it and change the way we feel when we see this mm-hmm. imagery. But it it'd be nice to change that. But if, even if you change that, if you, your kids are still being teased, like it doesn't matter. It's they're being teased. Yeah. So you need to make you need to create a safe environment for your children. Yeah. Now, actually, I wonder that a lot too with like porn stars. And just anything like, like after you reach a certain level of fame and whatever you do, like you go places, people recognize you. And then when you really have kids and these kids get of age where their friends recognize you, like, how do you handle that? How do you deal with that? You know what I'm saying? And I think a lot of mothers of today are just, just you know, what I mean, like, I, I guess if you kept your clothes on, you always got that excuse of, oh, I wasn't out here butt naked. You know what I'm saying? Doing anything. Or I wasn't out here shaking my ass. Da, 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 da. But there are some out there who really don't even... You know what I'm saying? Don't think it's a bad thing. Don't think it's a, it's a, and I don't think it's a bad thing. I don't think it is. But I also, I know what I do right now, my kid's going to see. So I got to know how to like, I got to keep that in mind. Whether right. I, I change it or anything like that, I know that. So I move in consideration now. I'm not a chick and or I'm not a, you know, exotic dancer of any sort. <laughs> so I guess in that regard, but there's still things I got to do knowing that my kid could come back and see it. And I guess I take that into consideration, but I, I don't really want to knock anybody's house if they don't. And that's and that's the thing also. It, it, you got to think about the individual also. If that's your life, like some kids love that their parents are a certain way that other people wouldn't agree with. So if you just got to think about the kids, bro. like however it's, it can affect the kids, you know, you got to pay attention to what your lifestyle is. And if it's not healthy for the way your children are, then you need to take that into consideration. Some kids are just, you know, super, super happy and just love that their parents are just living their life and free and, and happy as well. That's, mm-hmm. just, you know, so you just got to pay attention to that as well. You can't just judge everybody, of course, but you can judge Brittany because her kid said it's an issue. If their kid said that, because that was the pop saying it. That's true. That they come from his mouth. And to Brittany's point, her taking those pictures, not necessarily directly, but that funds their lifestyle. 
So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Don't take the good with the, you know what I mean, without the bad. But That's um, we're going to take a quick break right now, and bro, when we get right back, we're going to, you know, hop into one of my favorite segments on the show, man. Uh, but y'all stay tuned. We're going to get right back to y'all. What's good, y'all? It's your man DJ Playboy in the building. Yours truly, DJ Show. We here with Money Talks Radio. And in case you don't know what that is, I'm going to let you know, man, that is two hours commercial-free clean music, man. Play around your kids, play around your boss. You know how it's going down because it's nothing but good music from your man Playboy Show. Hour one. Gonna hit y'all with a little bit of programming, tell y'all what's going on in the world's current events, as well as all the hot songs going on. And now with two, what we got for the oh show? Oh my God, we take it all the way up, man. Nothing but straight vibes, no stopping, nothing, man. You want to take it to the club? You want to take it to the party? You want to take it to the function? We got you, man. An hour with that money talks mix. Yup, yup. Find us on SoundCloud. Find us on iHeartRadio. Find us on Google Podcasts. Of course, you can find us on Apple Podcasts. They got everything up on there, man. And uh, <laughs> leave a rating, leave a review, but. but what should they search when they looking for us too, show? When you search for us, you got to search Money Talks Radio and in parentheses, WMTE Worldwide. What's good, y'all? We right back at it, man. You know, I still got my man, Ambro, in the building, rocking with the Perfect Talk podcast. Uh, before we left, we were talking about the Britney Spears issue. Uh, you said you had something more to say on it? or? Uh, I just wanted to see what, what was your take on it. Like, uh, do you feel like well, if either of them are wrong or, you know, how do you feel? Um, it, it's as funny a parent, too. yeah, yeah, I was gonna say it's funny too because I I went through you know like a beefing period with my kid's mom, um, and we don't necessarily see eye to eye right now, but we know we're not like <clears> in Charlton <throat> and beef when we got to come together, we come together for stuff. But um, I know yeah, it can get really corny. It, it, it's brought out, I think that time in my life brought out the worst in me. I think it brings out the worst in everybody when you're fighting over stuff and kids are involved. Um. Everybody get that's what I'm saying. Like it goes back to the same thing I said about the ego. Um, where we gotta remove remove the ego from certain things. It's like because everybody wants to win, everybody wants to be right. And then even when they're doing their corniest and moving at their corniest, you can't see no evil that you're doing. You know what I mean? You see what the other person's doing and you're quick to call it out. And where you know what I'm saying, I think it just you take a few steps back and you look at it from the wider view. I think everybody, you know what I'm saying, they 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 see a better view. Like, Kev, you was corny for that. You ain't have to do that, like. You know what I mean? It's people like, oh well, the child support's about to run out soon, or whatever. So he's got to get back in the media, whatever. Because I don't even, I don't get the point of him. Why would you need to talk to the media about that? You know what I mean? Like nobody right. was thinking, nobody was checking for that. And then she's corny for that. Like, my, you got kids. I get it. You know, your life was fucked up. And that's the thing too. When you have kids, is it's a struggle. I was thinking about this the other day. Like. It's gonna be a point in my life when my my kid, if, if she's the only kid I got, she's not gonna live in the house no more. And it may reach the point where I wake up one day and I don't know me because of that, right? Because I spent so much time focusing on another life that we I think as parents, sometimes we lose ourselves and we lose the development of ourselves and the growth in ourselves. Um while, while we're working on developing this other life. And I get it, like Brittany, you know, she was going through some shit that I, you know I wouldn't want to go through. And you know, like a lot of people wouldn't want to go through, but um it doesn't give you an excuse to come out and not, and not really take into regard with your actions due to the people that love and are connected to you, whether they want to be or not. And yeah, you know what? I get it. And I'm, you know, there's no, I, I, I am all for the sexual liberation of women. I think you don't even bro. Like I listen to a lot of like podcasts. They, they like people think of, they call them like horror podcasts. Cause it's chicks talking about 
um, their sexual just freedom, just how they feel about their sexual experiences and people going horrified. Ass. Like, I think that's education, bro. Like, I think a lot of the stuff that we had in toxic masculinity was because the wrong education was being taught over time. We wasn't paying attention to what chicks get off on or what, you know what I'm saying, truly pleasures them or whatever. It's like, we just talk with this sense of toxic masculinity, try to define what they are. So I'm all for the liberation of women sexually, you know what I'm saying, through their art, through their their podcast through their music whatever the case may be but just know that whatever you put out there is gonna represent you and can be taken out of context to represent you so you gotta be careful with that one one and just know like i will before you do anything how could this embarrass my kid you know what i'm saying and i think it's a little different too because women don't necessarily know the locker room talk that that boys deal with so you might do something be like this ain't gonna affect my kid and i realize he's gonna get made fun of that on the football team or the basketball team you know what i'm saying like Drake. Or maybe just having those talks with them, you know, speak uh, to your kid, speak to your kid, you know, especially if that's your lifestyle, maybe speak to them when they're able to understand and be given that opportunity to tell you how they feel. Yeah. No, you remember that one, Drake was dating that one mother um, that, that goes to that, that, that her son goes to the same school as LeBron and Drake was dating the moms. Mm. I'm sure your kid got to hear mad shit on the basketball team about that. Drake smashing your mom. And it's just like, I get it from the mom's standpoint. She, that's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. She like, Drake like me, I, I'm, I'm going to entertain that. But you got to realize what you're putting your kids through. Same thing, Scottie Pippen's mom, sorry, I mean, uh, ex-wife. She got They got a kid together that, you know, he's of that age where he got to deal with people making fun of shit about his moms. And, you know, in her eyes, she's like, well, I'm going to move the way I want to move. I'm a grown-ass woman. I can do what I want to do. And I think sometimes when we don't realize, like, what the opposite sex goes through, what your daughter might have to go through if you if you treat women a certain type of way publicly. What your son might have to go through if you present a certain image of yourself um, in the media. You know what I mean? Like, and and without knowing that or taking that into consideration, you can put a lot of these kids in therapy probably more than they have to be. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> They're having different trauma. We had yeah. other trauma. Yeah. On top of the regular yep. Yeah. yeah. So. Nah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, yo. I took the ego out of everything I do. Every we all move in corny. We all we all make mistakes. You know what I think too? Like, like I got a daughter, so one of these things I hear a lot is like, "Yo, they're gonna reach a certain age." You know, like you, I get along with my daughter now. We can sit, we can joke, we can da da da. She's gonna reach a certain age where she's just gonna be mean, and she's not gonna want nothing to do with you. And then, and then I'm just like, I'm a, I mean, I'm gonna try not to. I don't want us to reach that point. I might, and I might be fighting a battle that I'm that's gonna be a losing battle. Anyway, but I'm like, we can't just accept these certain things about culture that nobody likes. Like, moms don't like when their daughters turn that. Dads don't like when their daughters turn that. So why are we just accepting this as part of the process? Obviously, something's wrong. Like, what what can we do differently? Maybe we could, you know what I'm saying? Same thing with, like, remember the Me Too stuff, right? You got all these dudes getting in trouble because they didn't realize you can't just flirt with a girl in the break room. <laughs> like, that, you, that can be used against you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I realized that making mistakes. I realized that through flirting with girls that wasn't into me. And I was like, oh, you know what I'm saying? Like I had, but I had to make mistakes over time to the point where I, by the time I was a grown man, I was like, nah, save that for the bar. Don't I don't want nothing that she could call me to the principal's office for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know so and I, cause I, I had my share of that growing up. I made mistakes. I was a little wild, wild little whippersnapper, you know what I'm saying? But it was like I had to I had to grow. And that's to be honest with you, changing my environment. Once I went to college, I didn't have to move the certain type of way that I used to move before. One, I was moving because of a way that I thought was that people just expected of me. 
Like that was the that was what was on me at that to my own doing because of the way I moved. I was extra flirty. I probably touched girls more than they wanted to be touched. But it, but I had to learn. Like some people don't like that. I had to almost get my ass kicked a couple times. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? To know that I right, well this ain't and if I have, when I have a son, I gotta let him know. I gotta you know what I'm, I'm not just gonna let him go through the same make the same mistakes and move the same way. You know what I'm saying? And and so I think the same thing for we, with my daughter is like. I get it. We might reach a point where she's a teenager and she don't want nothing to do with me. I, that might be, like I said, it might be just an inevitable thing. But I'm not just going to sit here and just give up. Or I'm not just going to sit here and put a stigma on it and be like, well, she's just going to be, uh, 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 you know what I'm saying? Just a, 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 not a pleasure. And that expectation but, before it's even, yeah. You yeah, can, before it even comes on. You don't have to because yeah. because everyone don't got the same experience. So I, don't, I think that we just got these things where we just accept things to be a certain way that they are, man. Yeah. Um, well, we want to kind of low on time, so I want to get to my favorite segment before we get out of here. It's called Have You Heard? I hear a lot of things in the headlines, and I'll bring them to the table, see if uh, y'all have heard. Uh, so first up, Have You Heard? The FBI raided Trump's Mar-a-Lago home, and they said they found classified documents. I actually did hear that. I came across that on the news, and uh, they try to say that if, if he declassified them before he brought up the property or whatever. It's like, no. That's, <laughs> I mean, that's the most that I got. That, it's wild. It's wild, but not far-fetched. Mm-hmm. He's fighting two cases, actually. He's fighting the joint in... Um, that they just raided his crib, but he got another thing going in New York with the uh the I think the district attorney had him and he just basically pled the fifth when they subpoenaed him um to come testify. So it's like there's nothing with Trump though. I don't even get faith when he gets in trouble for a lot of stuff because after he got away with that January sixth shit, I'm just right. like, yo, like he's like, and I mean y'all gonna call him and y'all gonna give him a hard time and give him a headache, but at the end of the day, it's like he seen he's looking real bulletproof right now. And until y'all show me otherwise, you know what I mean? They they go hard, though. They definitely got something cooking. I don't think... Because even people like it's a political play. I don't think they're going to make a political play to come up with nothing and just look stupid. Like, they're just harassing them. They just... they You know what I mean? Now you you making them look... You're making them stronger if you just do that. You know yeah, what I mean? now they got to follow suit. Yeah. Oh, there was a dude who went to the FBI building shooting. They had to, they had to kill him. And he was a huge Trump supporter Um, after the shit happened. A lot of people there, they, they anti... All the people that was back the blue... And they was like, they wasn't uh, talking that defund the police shit. Now they all changing their tone, like, yo, and shut down the FBI. That homie went there to shoot him. Homie went there to kill people. I think, oh, what was it? I think it was Cleveland. Um, yeah, he went there to kill people, bro. Like, it's like, yo, these niggas is nuts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> And my thing too is like, how do you dick ride that hard, bro? <laughs> like, you wanna go? You wanna you wanna lose your life over Trump? Like, what did he do for you that? I don't get it, bro. That's that extremist, that extremist is still real. Like, yeah, oh no, yeah, Cincinnati. Storm the Capitol. You see yeah. that storm the Capitol. So and a lot of like, them didn't get punished. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Um, nah, shit is getting crazy. I guess you're gonna have to sit, wait and see where this Trump story goes and if anything more develops of it. But yeah, it, it, they definitely know they don't want him back. Then <laughs> they definitely try to do whatever they can to make sure that don't happen. Um, and bro. Have you heard Doja Cat's fans are a little bit concerned after she cuts off her hair on her head and I believe her eyebrows as well. I knew she cut her eyebrows. I didn't know she cut her hair. Um, but uh, I, what was, I don't even know what that was about. But 
I guess as an that's artist, prerogative, like, <laughs> yeah, as an artist, right. do you feel like, like, I don't know, do, do is that a red sign? Is it a red flag that that something might be wrong with her? Because or, or is it just an artistic expression? Maybe she's just trying to switch it up. Like maybe she's just she's been used to this formula that she's doing for a long time, and she just wants to do something different. She needs that release, that artistic release. And that's what she did. Like it has nothing to do with maybe there's something wrong with her. It could it could be that. That's for her circle to um, that's cool. Do do your thing. And go back to the conversation we had earlier too. Like how you say life. you connect with people in real life and, and live performance. Um I think when your connection is based off of that social media connection, it can turn against you whenever it gets highly negative or whenever you notice. Uh, 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 a lot of negative comments because I think the negative ones stick out even more. You got five hundred great ones and five negative ones, but those five stick out more than the five hundred good ones. So um, I think when you rely heavily on your connection with the people being social media based, that shit could get very stressful. Because when I get really stressed, I don't want to be on social media. I, I take a few days off. Right. You know what I mean? So I can see how that shit could, could pull somebody down. Hold your head up, Doja, because I love your music. I'm a huge fan, and uh, keep doing what you do. Uh, and bro, have you heard the uh, driver was identified in that crazy uh, uh, car crash? I want to say in Woodland Hills, um, and the one out in L.A. where that lady ran full speed and killed six people. Um, yeah. now you didn't hear her name. Her name is Nicole Linton. She's actually, um, I believe, a travel nurse. Um, yeah, you got to check out the video, bro. She rode. It, she just drove into a, a, a intersection, went through the red light. Killed six people. It was a big explosion. She actually only got minor injuries too, um, but she killed a pregnant woman. She killed a baby. She killed yeah, just a lot of people and a lot of people more more people were injured. Um, it was a, this big like fireball explosion. Um, from what I hear too, I got to double check, but I, I think they said they didn't find any alcohol or drugs in her system. Like she's just I don't, nah, the only guy guess she was trying to kill herself. But run into a wall then. You know what I'm saying? Like, why would you do that? Why would you run into a crowd? That's like a mass shooter. Take other people with you. Yeah. yeah. Wow, bro. That's that I didn't hear about that, bro. That's uh man. That's nah, crazy, I thought some prayers with everybody out there. And I think it's somebody I seen a meme, but it make you really realize every time you leave your house is a risk. So so don't take it for granted when you return home safely or your people's returning home safely. Like everything's a blessing and be very grateful for it because Anything can happen when you leave the crib, man. Um, what else do I got here? Have you seen um the put on your shoes challenge? You know what that is? <laughs> basically, parents are running, I, I, and I'm gonna just say up front, I hate this. But basically, parents will like start filming, run up to their kids and be like, "Yo, put on your shoes. We gotta go fight these. This, I gotta go fight this lady down the street. And in case our kids pop off, I want to know if you're gonna fight." And basically, they're videotaping the kid's reaction, see if the kid's going to be pussy about it, or if he's hyped, like, oh, if he's going to ride or die. I hate this. Like, I think you're causing so much. I hate any any prank. I hate the Jimmy Kimmel shit where they take the candy from the kids <laughs> and they, they tell them that they ate all their trick-or-treat candy. I'm like, yo, I hate, like, the, why are you causing kids unnecessary trauma? You don't realize you fuck with a kid. Right. You, right. you, you remember that shit. Everybody remember when they was really upset and sad and fooled about some shit, bro. And then you start having crazy trust issues. Like, I'm like, yo, my parents want me to go fight. <laughs> and then how you tell your kid that, how you going to tell your kid to handle themselves the right way, like to know when they really should fight and when they really should fall back. 
when you playing around pranking like this, like my fault, but have you heard? <laughs> That's wild. That's wild, bro. I, I'm not a parent, so you know it, it's hard for me to speak on that, but uh <laughs> That's not one thing I would be involved in, bro. That's trauma all the way. And not to get, and I, I, ain't, I don't want to put a blanket statement, but I think when you, when your content online is dependent on your kids, and then even the exploitation of your kids, I think that you probably should get more creative with your online content. Because <laughs> I don't know, I, I, I'm not yeah. with that at all, bro. I'm not. I hate that type of stuff, bro. <laughs> I mean, I guess it'd be cool. I, I, honestly. Honestly, if you wasn't posting it, then maybe it'd be cool to see, like, yo, my kid really got my back. They about to come fight with me. Like, maybe that's something you laugh about in your bedroom and be like, yo, I'm proud. Of, I'm probably like, you know what I'm saying? He really gonna ride for me if it really came down to it. But not nothing to post, especially when the kid acting puss, too. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> word, word. He put him on blast. Now his friends are gonna see it like, oh years later, he got living in living trauma. In <laughs> viral trauma. <laughs> oh man. All right, I got I got personal, two personal, uh, I guess it's not have you heard anymore, we can move on from that segment, but just two personal things I wanted to talk to you about, and I guess this is a have you heard, my fault it is, because Kylie Jenner came out a, a few months ago um, and tweeted that she don't like the way the Instagram moves nowadays, she misses the old Instagram, where it was like photos, and now, because you know Instagram leads heavy toward videos, and even me and you were talking, we were talking about clips before this and everything, um, how the algorithm leans towards stuff of a certain quality, and of a certain make. So um, I agree with Kylie. Um, I mean, and I, I heard some people talking about this and, and, and they actually broke it down. And they was like, well, Kylie's business model is dependent more on pictures than video just because of the Photoshop and you could do to a picture. And after, you know what I'm saying, the, the, the post uh, production would be a little bit more advanced on a video. It, it would take a little bit more effort to do some of the stuff that y'all do with video. Um, sorry, excuse me, with photos. Um, I think from my standpoint on it, it was I look at it like, yo, you started out with the love of photographers. You blew up because photographers gave y'all content. Uh, you make music videos. You tell me if I'm wrong. Making videos is different from taking photos. It's way, <laughs> it's, it, it's a, way different. Yeah. So now you're so you leaning towards one brand of you know what I'm saying photographer or a videographer or whatever the case may be. But now you're leaving out another, especially the ones that put you on. That you got your, your 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 shine on, so that that's where I come from. It's like I gotta play this algorithm game now to get attention for content. When I should be able to just post a picture, it don't shouldn't you know just a regular non-static picture of this. That's because that's what Instagram started on. Um, but I get how do you feel on it? I can feel that. that now now that you finished that statement, I can feel that because it's like so because I decide to put this type of content and it's not fitting your algorithm you're not going to let my people see it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to push it further than, you know, than it would have if it was something within your algorithm. I can understand that, but like whatever changes I need to make because I'm a content creator, I just adjust because I do both. So Yeah, well, yeah, because you got to, it's, it's for your livelihood to keep up with it. Like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? But I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, like I said, with, with, with what Kylie does, I guess I see where more so where her things come from too, because it's like also I gotta get I gotta learn TikTok now, you know what I'm saying? And just for my survival, I gotta learn it as a content creator. Just even if I'm just gonna start off light, it's like something I gotta do. Well, for someone like her, where she's got so many millions on this one platform, she's invested in this platform at this point. Um, 
I also heard that like the, the generation of kids that, and I don't know how true this is, but just the generation that is heavy on TikTok isn't really pro Kardashian. So it, it, it's, it's going to be an uphill battle for her to try to convert to another um, app. But that's that, that's more so name of the game stuff. But if we really just want to break down an app, I love I love Instagram. I think Instagram is fun. But now it's like now I lean more towards Reddit because Reddit gives me everything. You know what I'm saying? From every different platform, whatever's funny, whatever's the best thing marketed towards me, they're going to show it on there. Um, so I don't know. I don't really know what's, what's, what's the way for Instagram, like how they going to keep up because it, it, they was crushing all the other stuff, right? Snapchat, everything else, but it seems like TikTok's giving them a run for their money. And it all depends on, on what, you're, what you're trying to do, you know? Like, I like LinkedIn, honestly. Like, I'm a small business and entrepreneur, so I, I do I use I do some work on there as well. I don't know. Uh, are you on LinkedIn at all? Um, I'm on LinkedIn. I don't use it. No, nah, my fault. My fault. Yeah, I think my, my connection is acting crazy. Um, nah, I don't use it. Um, heavy though. I think I have an account, but I'm not on it like that. Um, how about you? Are you on TikTok? Uh, I'm on TikTok. Uh, you know, I'm learning how to do more TikTok. It it, it, it caters to the side where you don't have to be responsible. You know what I'm saying? You can just have fun. Mm. And I do it. You know, I I love to dance. I used to dance, so it gives me an opportunity to do stuff like that and share it with people. Yeah, I, I like. I've been editing a couple of videos, and I like what TikTok does. It gives uh, extra editing tools. Um, now they get they gonna give Instagram a run for their money, uh, and we gonna see who come out. Um, usually the young one takes out the old one, so we'll see how it works. But um, now nah, my I don't know why my connection acting crazy right now, so we gonna have to probably wrap, wrap things up for the for the, the shit get too uh too nutty. Before we get about it, I got one more question for you, bro. I'm gonna tell you one more scenario while this before this shit blow up on me. Um. <laughs> So, I yo, can see face over there too. You get so annoyed. You, you see it every time it happened, right? <laughs> <laughs> yo, um, nah, you know, was, me and my girl was talking, and it was like, uh, just talking about just, I mean, through the course of our relationship. Like, I remember when we first started, I would like pictures of like Instagram models because I never really thought about it. I wasn't in a relationship when I first really got heavy into Instagram. So, I didn't realize how someone could take me liking this person's picture who none of us know and ain't like a person that we both run out, you know what I mean? Know um, why you would get offended by that. But she she let me know how she felt and I respected it. I was like, I right, bet if it make you feel some type of way, I don't, I'm not getting nothing off of liking this chick's pictures. Um, so right. so I, I cut it out. But then like something had came up where um, <laughs> I put fire emojis on a, on a girl's like uh, pictures. But, and then my girl, she didn't get mad but she had mentioned it. And then she was like, well, you're saying she's hot. I'm like, I'm not saying she's hot. I'm saying the picture's lit. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm like, so it's obviously we're talking two different languages. Because I can see why she would think fire emojis would mean that. And I, I just didn't think it like that. I was like, oh, I thought the shit just meant lit. So I guess where do you view that on if you're in a relationship and in social media? Should you just cut out commenting altogether? Should you... um? Is that something you should fight for in a relationship and be like, oh, well, this is part of my individualism or if it's just like, yo, if it makes your partner uncomfortable, it's something I'm just going to have to cut out? Um, it depends on your relationship. Like, for me, my girl, other women, and make those same comments also because she appreciates the beauty of the of women. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't know. She brought it up to me one time and she was like, yo, I don't like that, so I had to cut it back. It, it all depends on your relationship. Like, if you have that relationship where she understands that, maybe she's more on social media and understands those type of interactions, 
it'll work for you. But if you got to explain everything, bro, nah, I'm good. And we're creators, too. A girl might hit you up to, she wants you to make a music video for her. You know what I'm saying? But so it's like, it's like as you not interacting with people, it could be detrimental, not that, de- you know, detrimental for your business. You could be losing out on a sale or something like that, or whatever the case may be. For me, it could be a listener. It could be someone that could, you know, a viewer or something like that. Um, but I guess you got to choose your battles when it comes to relationships, right? Because it's like, already know. <laughs> I'm either going to be doing it. Make, make her understand, though, also, bro, if, if, if you can't, if what you said to her didn't make her understand why you interact that way, then you're saying the wrong things and you need to revisit what you're saying and get it to a point where she can understand how beneficial this is for your business. Mm. And maybe you can reach an arrangement there where it's you no, know, she doesn't feel like doing some shit, you know? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Bro, we're going to leave it right there, right? That's perfect. You just left it the right way, man. We're going to leave it right there. Um, that's another episode in the books. And, bro, um, tell my people where they can find you at on social media, brother. What's Good peoples. Uh, again, you can find me on Instagram at AmbroIG. That's A-M-B-R-O-I-G. You can catch my music on Spotify, Apple Music, all platforms. A-M space B-R-O because I am the bro. Check you guys next time. Definitely, man. You can find your boy Plickapeasy on Instagram at Plickapeasy. Um, P-L-I-C-C-A-P-E-E-Z-Y. Find me on Twitter at DJ Playboy. Um, you can follow Perfect Talk podcast on instagram at perfect talk radio uh also check out the website www.perfecttalkpodcast.com for every episode of the podcast perfect talk podcast um the my radio show the night shift and the radio show i do with my brother dj show money talks radio we just dropped episode 27 so go check that out because it's a banger also um every episode of perfect talk podcast is also available on apple podcast google podcast SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spotify, wherever your podcasts are available, uh, go check it out because uh, we can use a rating, we can use a like, we can leave a little review, you know what I'm saying? The algorithm loves that type of thing. So uh, make sure you go out there and support the brand, tell a friend to tell a friend. Um, and bro, usually around this time, I like to ask my guests, you know, what it is that they watching, but I know you got a joint that uh you wanna you wanna end the episode off with. So let me know, you know what I mean? What from the what what would you like to premiere right now for the people? Or it could even be a joint that's already out that you want to uh promote. What would you like to hit the people right now with uh Ambro exclusive, DJ Playboy exclusive? All right, so people, so this video is old thing back. My latest reggae out in Arizona. Uh it's out on YouTube, it's out on all platforms vibes. Oh yeah, all right. So we up out of here, y'all. Make sure y'all rock out. Me, man, and bro, we're going to leave y'all right now with that old thing back. And uh, we're going to see y'all next time, man. Say goodbye to the people, brother. Yo, blessings. Have a great, great, great day.
Funny river say pan the bank Beanie drove beamers Singing Sensima Cabled in Sizzler Songs about Rizla I me want that Old Playboy, huh? 